All right, cool. Uh, see, we weren't going that long. I mean, for those listening, no, we were on time because I just uploaded the other episode this weekend. Anyway, welcome back to the Embassy Talks podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see how how's everything going. Let's uh go over our church announcements real quick before we get into a beefy episode. Most. Right mostly beefy because of twitch again but it's beefy for other reasons right it's not at all beefy because we've been gone not at all <laughs> um uh you know but um let's see i actually don't other than party is postponed oh um so yeah this hair is out <laughs> um but yeah, no, um, the party is going to be postponed. Oh, August 19th? Cool. Um, so August 19th is the new date. Mm. To know. Um, so again, if anybody would like to come, if they're in New York or visiting New York around August now, um, let me know, DM me so we can get you vetted and everything. I can give you any info that you might need because uh, it's really fun. A lot of time, a lot of first timers come, so it's not like weird or dark and like no it's actually really fun <laughs> black and brown people hanging out chilling music uh so like yeah so it's like it's a good time um and let me see streams or whenever y'all catch me when i'm in new york that's they will that's be how it's looking they will be within the range of 12 months so that you can keep your account but otherwise <laughs> Correct, because I did three. <laughs> I did three, so uh, I'm good for a second. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> but yeah, if I, I won't play at home until um, since you're here, Mike, I need my save data moved over to my cloud from your PS5 because <laughs> I did it. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, but other than that, I think. Next thing, catch us at DreamCon. Yeah. Yeah, next month, y'all can catch us at DreamCon. Um, that's the other thing, other um, the other thing going on. Uh, so, yeah. How has your week been? I'm still finalizing my cosplay for DreamCon. It's going to be something that's breathable because it's going to be hot. Oh, you are going to cosplay? For the first day, yeah. But it's like. Oh. It's cosplay now. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's either going to be, it's more than likely going to be Kingdom Hearts based. So that's why I said it's going to be something breathable and comfortable. Um, so, you know, if y'all catch me in the Kyrie jumper, mind your business. Um, Girl, you ain't saying nothing but a word. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, just look up Kyrie Kingdom Hearts 2 and Kingdom Hearts 3 outfits and you'll understand. Um, <laughs> so but yeah week's been good um so we'll we'll talk about the whole youtube uh partnership changes uh when we get to it but i am officially streaming on youtube as well as you know the streams i have here not simultaneously don't don't get me twitch um not simultaneously but i have worked in youtube streams uh into my schedule so right now they're i'm the goal is for them for me to stream twice a week on youtube and two to three times a week on twitch um and the next youtube stream will actually be tomorrow 
Uh, and I will continue the saga of uh, Final Fantasy over there. So, um, Final Fantasy 16, that is so. <laughs> um, yeah, catch, catch me on YouTube as well. Uh, also, thank you all for all the support. I already reached 500 subscribers. I'm actually over 500 subscribers now. And as far as watch hours, so I was like at 1480 something, 1470 something. No, 1489 or something like that uh when it got first announced and now i'm at 1540 so live streams be kind of working in your favor on that so yeah um let's see let's see go for jill Final Fantasy 16 it's gonna be too high for that i would i was like i, I like jill but it's gonna be too high for that um, <laughs> that's a wreck <laughs> um but yeah so uh yeah we'll, we'll talk more about the youtube partnership and um you know uh everything they're doing over there and other announcements oh uh we will also be on youtube but not like live streaming because until we get more time um but not live streaming per se but uh there is a way i can link our podcast basically you'll get the audio on youtube um so i'm gonna be in the process of making a channel for nbc talks um, I already have a an account that I was like, oh yeah, this is I haven't been doing anything on this account, so that's going to be the Embassy Talks account. Oh, uh, so it's going to be branded and all that, and that's what where we'll drop off the podcast uh, <laughs> when I when I upload it. So, um, you, YouTube podcast uh, streams incoming basically to build up that revenue as well. Um, okay, anything else? Um. Oh, I'll be at Comic New York Comic Con. So yeah, I'll be there. I forgot. Uh, if anybody's going, let me know. Cause yeah. Uh, let's see. Anything else? I don't have anything else. Yeah, I can't really. I can't think of anything else. That was that was a bigger one. I was like, oh yeah, we we can do YouTube. Oh oh. Um, website uh still working on the website um i i was gonna review summer game fest and then youtube did their partnership thing and i was like i'm putting all my focus on youtube so now that things have settled down i was like okay so website is still incoming but it'll probably just be like a review of final fantasy 16 like so far um i will sneak my opinions in that conversation through that medium because i don't feel like getting into the twitter discourse about it i like the game that I like the game, but you, um, <laughs> that's, that's really my take. I like the game. Um, all right. I think that's it for church announcements. Oh, forgot. I'll be at Baltimore Comic Con September. You just, you just, out, forgot. you just outside this year. Uh, outside. <laughs> I'll be at DreamCon and then Baltimore, August, July, August. So yeah, DreamCon and then Baltimore Comic Con. And no, DreamCon, then party. DreamCon, then party, then Baltimore Comic Con, then New York Comic Con. Yeah. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah a full tour. Full. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're still working on Zelda. I got you, mate. Um, people are already finishing in 16, so I was like, I gotta, I gotta finish it within the next few weeks before I run into spoilers. Um, 
Alrighty. Alright. First up on the docket in our headlines of Newsbeat, uh we got Russia again. Um Yeah. We just yeah. So uh actually qu quite interesting. So a weekend revolt happened in Russia and it literally was just like over the weekend and then it ended. So the Wagner group, um, led by Yevgeny Prigozhin, uh, chief of parliamentary Wagner group, began in the southern Russian city of Rost Rostovodon. Um, forces lawyer to Prigozhin marched toward Moscow before turning back Saturday night. Prigozhin appeared to threaten an armed rebellion against Russia's military leadership. He accused Russian officials of deliberately shelling his forces on earlier in the day saying there were 25,000 of them and they were coming to sort things out, encouraging and encouraging others to join. So Prigozhin said at about 7.30 a.m. on Saturday that his forces had taken control of the southern military district and all military facilities in Rostovodon, a key Russian city near the southern border with Ukraine, and then headed towards Moscow. Uh, Putin denounced the revolt, obviously, and called it treason. Uh, meanwhile, we over here in the U.S. Uh, apparently denied any involvement. Um... And Prigozhin said he ordered his mercenaries to halt their march on Mount Moscow and return to their field camp Saturday night, saying he wanted to avoid shedding rushing blood. Reasons the rebellion ended was a mystery, given that Prigozhin appeared to have been in a dominant position. A senior U.S. official said, and as part of the deal struck with Putin, allegedly Prigozhin would relocate to Belarus and would not be prosecuted, according to the Kremlin. So, grain of salt. Um, but I do think this was like really interesting that an uprising damn near like was gonna yeah, it was it was about to be a full coup. Um don't know how they worked out the deal or what was said that was so attractive to Pergozin to just move to Belarus, but it it all it was happening and then it didn't happen, and that is what happened with Wagner uh revolt. Um, in the course of a weekend. Your thoughts, Jade? It was completely crazy. So, like, the first, when I heard about it, um, I was watching it on the news, and I was, like, actually seeing the clips of, uh, they had, like, tanks just going down the street. Um, people, like, outside with their phones, recording it, seeing what was going on. Um, yeah, the mercenaries. First of all, like, you, you hear about mercenaries in movies and things like that. But that's not something that we like just see outside of when they're like showing no, because usually that's like rebel troops and all that. Like so to actually see that I'd be like, oh like legit mercenaries, like guns for hire. Legitimate guns for hire. Huh. Oh, this is interesting. <laughs> um, but right, Russia is built different. Literally, they are built different. Very much so. Um <laughs> But no, it was just interesting to see. Um, they were just like in grocery stores, just getting like, like that was the weirdest video. People in like a, like a gas station type corner store, and they're in line just like getting stuff, full gear on, guns in tow. Uh, so like that was like very interesting to see. I wonder like why, because it it pretty much they were close. They were, it was takeover time. So I'm just like, what, what, how'd y'all work this out? Right. Like, even the last I heard, like, they had, like, the reports that, like, Putin got out. 
So I'm like, so, so what, ha- what happened? <laughs> what happened, y'all? Because for that, for it to go from they are stationed outside of places and they were super close to uh, Moscow to all of a sudden just stopped. I was like, what, what, what's going on? How? Like, you know, this, these are things about politics. Like, you really just would love to know and be a fly on the wall because what in the world? Right. It's crazy. Um, and for those of you wondering, no, I don't know. Sorry, it's above my pay grade. Um, <laughs> like, it's not me. It's not my department. <laughs> it's not, not, not my department. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it was, it's like you said, it's just one of those things of like, because I feel like, you know, when January 6th happened over here, like it, it happened in less than a day, but it was kind of like in the standstill where the day just dragged on. And then it happened and then, you know, it got cleared out and then investigations have started and are continuing and people are still being like sentenced and prosecuted. So, um, I feel like with this though, this is, uh, Russia, Russia's just like Mike said, Russia's built different. So this, I think this is like squashed, squashed, at least for now. I don't think it's going to go through the whole due process uh part of it um it's pretty much done for goes in or at least his body is going to be in belarus and yeah um so but yeah very interesting it also i think it's also kind of interesting of like um basically in a way poon almost lost his uh stronghold of influence like within a matter of minutes before negotiations happen, it could have been a very different story. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, or at least, at least it would have been a hard battle. I'll put it that way. Um, since they were ready, they were basically hovering over, uh, the Capitol and ready to descend. So that, that could have turned out very differently, which would have been interesting to see. Not rooting for it. I'm just saying it would have been interesting to see. Yeah. But yeah, so that happened uh over the weekend while the rest of us were just like laying around and playing on the switch. Um <laughs> all right, moving right along. Uh so the Supreme Court handed down some decisions. They're still handing down decisions. I'm very curious. There's a decision that they're supposed to be handing out oh, about the student loan stuff. I don't have that much hope over it, honestly. But uh, I was gonna say, I thought I already got knocked down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it already got knocked down with the debt ceiling deal, so uh, it is what it is. Um, but they handed down some. (laughs) They handed down some other decisions. Um, through today that actually affirmed voting rights in Louisiana and Alabama. Um, so today they restored a federal court's ruling that Louisiana's congressional lines likely dilute the power of black voters in the state and immediate reverberation of the high court's recent decision that affirmed a key piece of the Voting Rights Act. Uh, litigation over the map will now continue at a lower court. Um, and so last summer, the Supreme Court agreed to hear Louisiana's appeal after a district judge ruled that the state's congressional lines likely diluted the power of black voters in the state. Supreme Court also imposed a stay of the judge's order. Uh, the justices weighed a similar redistricting case in Alabama. 
Um, the court's decision on Monday or today uh, is the first big domino to fall after the court issued its decision in the Alabama case, uh, Allen v. Milligan, earlier this month. And in that decision, the court reaffirmed the provision of the Voting Rights Act that allows minority voters, voters to challenge voting maps that hinder their collective ability to elect their chosen candidates. So for those of you, I'm sure everybody in the chat knows about the whole redistricting process and like why it's, um, why it's basically turned into a very unfair thing. But uh, just as a refresher, so the whole challenge of redistricting is basically in the rights we have as uh, citizens of the United States and um, as voters is that we should be able to choose our representatives. Our representatives shouldn't choose their constituents basically so because of redistricting and you know the whole thing about white flight and all of that so you know certain districts are more um heavily leaning towards sur suburbs and while some districts lean more heavily uh towards what they call urban which is like you know downtown cities and all that which tend to be more populated uh by minorities so because of redistricting, uh, the redistricting process, um, you have, you know, people who uh, in office at the state level, at the city and state level, who are supposed to be working for the people, um, they're basically hand selecting who they want them, who they want uh, to vote for them when it comes for like uh, for election time again, so that they'll have an easy win for that district. So that district, um, if you think about it, depending on where you live, if you have a district that is just like ruby red all the time, uh, despite the population shifts and changes over the over decades, and it's just ruby red no matter what, that's uh, kind of the uh, result of redistricting. So um, basically handing that power to, you know, whoever uh, is drawing the maps is usually, usually, at least lately, um, Republicans tend to draw it in their favor so that they can hand select who they want to vote, who they want the who they want to vote for them um, when it comes time for elections so that that district can stay ruby red, for example. Uh, not that Democrats don't do the same thing. It's just that at least in southern states, we see a lot more cases of Republicans doing it. But yeah, um, so this is actually, I would say, a good decision uh for for the supreme court to reaffirm um and it's kind of good that they do they are at least right now upholding the voting rights act um and that that is a standing law but uh your thoughts yeah because this is definitely something that has like i said it's they're not supposed to be able to choose their voters uh yeah this has been something a legal way around it of course to be like mm -hmm. we're gonna choose them. yeah <laughs> uh so it's like yeah um but no um it's good that the voting right act is still as much as the court systems and different um different both sides of the party are doing a lot of things to where they're taking away a lot of our rights as citizens um it's good to know that they reaffirmed the um voting rights act because they make it already so hard for, for minorities to vote so hard uh the like we've seen it now countless times 
how many revisions they put to it, like even within my own area, how all of a sudden weekend voting, oh, we don't have weekend voting. I was like, what? Or like, or they close down the polling places that are usually the polling place. And so they make it far off to where like you can't access it. Like if people who don't have cars and things like that, like they can't access. So that's a whole thing. Um, so the fact that it's good that they've reaffirmed that, because uh, once again, that'd be a whole nother thing that they're taking away to make sure they're pushing a certain agenda uh, that leans a little bit more one way. <laughs> um, it can, yes, like, can both sides benefit from that? Yes, but historically, it's been more to uh, better word than put down, but I'm trying to think of the word, but like, just kind of cast off and put down the vote you really don't want. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's like, good that that's happening. Um, again, politics are... I'm glad for <laughs> once. If this was Texas, that'd be a whole different thing. Yeah. <laughs> Texas is going Texas. Florida's going Florida. So at least <laughs> this is still uh, yeah. Going through that. But yeah, it's something to watch a lot of times especially if you're living in these states a lot of southern states at that um even though right even though we're still in the early processes uh everybody should really just be paying attention to what's going on voting wise so that you're more informed and can see these some of these changes that will happen and you might not even be aware of them uh so that that's like a slight psa like hey y'all like you don't have to like get super into it, but just kind of pay attention to what's going on in your own city, in your own state, yeah. in the county, um, and then like also nationally, just to make sure that when it's time to vote, that your vote actually matters in going to where you want it to go to, uh, because they things like this will just change it up, and you'll never know. <laughs> yep. Um. All right. Anything else in the news beat headlines before we move into the creator hub conversations? Um, on the news beat note. All right. Oh wait. Uh, oh. oh wait. No, we're not talking about that man. Never mind. Nope. Oh no, girl. No. <laughs> I, ain't I ain't talking about that man. <laughs> we're gonna leave it on that note. I ain't talking about that man. So <laughs> we'll let you know when we can talk about him again. Uh, <laughs> I, was about to say, I was like, oh, but mm, never mind. <laughs> All right. For the creator hub, let's start with Twitch because once again, Twitch is beefy. That's, that's partly because we were going uh, last week, but partly because Twitch is still doing so. But it's not as it's not as much of a shit show as it was uh, a couple weeks ago. So, you know, silver lining. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, starting off with Twitch, though. Twitch will be launching hype chats. This doesn't affect me at all. It doesn't affect y'all either. Um, but anyway, going to report on it. Hype chat allows viewers in the partnership channels to directly purchase messages that are pinned to the top of the chat. In YouTube land, we call those super chats. They've been uh, out for a year or two now. But anyway, um, the minimum is $1. Maximum is 500 I feel like you can do more on YouTube. Um, the split is a 70-30 after a 5% fee. So they take their 5% fee first 
and then you get the 70 30 after that's taken out um so hype chats for partner channels um as part of their concessions to partners who uh rightly so have been complaining that they don't get their fair share um i'm gonna skip to the bottom uh because i was doing this chronologically pseudo chronologically uh but speaking of partners twitch also is launching a partner plus program uh this new partner program uh benefit will offer 70 percent share on net subscription revenue to streamers who meet the qualification criteria uh streamers in the partner plus program will receive a 70 30 revenue share um for 12 months up to a hundred thousand dollars usd um and the qualified partners must maintain a sub count of at least 350 recurring paid subscriptions for three consecutive months that does not include gifted or prime subscriptions um and once that happens partners will be automatically enrolled for the next 12 months even if you dip below the subscription threshold during the 12 month period but you got to re-up again for the 350 average over three months after the 12 month period so this launches october 1st 2023 uh and i'm gonna pause for a bit because thoughts on this these um changes for partners twitch partners I love how they always come out with something after somebody else. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like, we have that too. <laughs> um, but no. Um, I like, so the hype chat was kind of like, okay. But also that's only in partners chats. So right. It's very limited. Um, I mean, I guess that's a perk of being a partner. Like, oh yeah, yeah, cool, cool. But when you think about it, when some of like some of the partners who are insanely huge, who have like ginormous chats, um, yeah, that's your 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 message realistically will not stay there long because those things go like like a CVS receipt. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's not. I get it for like. That's where it should be rolled out for everybody because realistically it would work for everyone. Um, putting it at only partners kind of limits that. And again, you're in situations like that where people are like, oh yeah, we could do this. And then you, you won't see your message. Um, but it, And then also they can price where mm -hmm. they want that. Because one to 500 is a big jump so and it might be something that'd be easy to they're like a five or ten dollars even 20. yeah just like a good spot a sweet spot because people would especially with like certain streamers they, they're going to dish it out yeah um so like yeah also the 7 30 split it's like okay right direction Right direction, but it's one of those like right direction, but a lot of the partners are I know already have like funding fan funding through third parties apps like uh Ko-Fi. I I was told it was not pronounced coffee, but Ko-Fi, uh the tips and like the stream elements tips and like so where you can get a hundred percent of you know those donations there but i mean 
An extra 70 I, 30. I like. Yeah. Extra 70 30 yeah, with like the. What that isn't bad, but yeah. So, like, yeah, because like, like I said, like with hand in hand together, great. Right. Um, but then there are those people who like just like if you get like you know people who don't know and that they, they would just solely do it off of Twitch. Yeah. Um, and still after that five percent. Yeah. But you would be like, so realistically, y'all are not y'all are getting more than thirty. It's not a sixty thirty split. Because <laughs> y'all are getting more than thirty, you're getting thirty five percent. When you think about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, they're like, oh, after the five percent fee, so I was like, so thirty five percent. Mm, let's see 70 30 so it'll be so it'll be uh 25 percent actually yeah 25 percent yeah also x wait hold on. wait no so no, oh yeah like, they're they're taking 35 percent yeah my bad yeah i did backwards math there we go <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i'm like it's just kind of I was like, you would think, especially with the 50 50 split, like, oh, just take the split. They're like, no, we need a fee too. I'm like, but you're already getting money off of it. Why do you need an extra fee on top of it? But okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's that's uh, one of my patents. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Any thoughts on, on Partner Plus program? Partner Plus, again, I feel like sometimes they're just throwing something out and seeing <laughs> um because i'm like okay so you have affiliates you have partners you have ambassadors i finally remembered for once um, you have ambassadors <laughs> now they're like partner plus i'm like but wouldn't the step above partner be ambassador but they're like no nah, there's an in-between step now um and like you just change a whole bunch of stipulations for a lot of things so that's kind of weird to be like hey we're opening up a whole another level it's weird. It's weird. Especially when a lot of, again, a lot of celebrities will come onto the platform and they instantly sign, they sign deals to like just become partners. Uh, it's just like, what about like the people who like natural, who had to like start from the bottom and work their way up? That's kind of weird, but I, I was like, what's the partner plus? What, what is a partner plus? Mm, yeah, I mean, we were actually going to get a handler. Yeah, I think they just they just did away with handlers. Uh, but I know you I know you get the seventy thirty split with partner plus up until you get to a hundred thousand dollars. Um, like once you reach the hundred thousand dollar threshold, then it caps at fifty fifty again. Not that you can't make more than a hundred thousand. It's just that if you make more via subs that is 50 50 split so but until then 70 30 so that that's the 70 30 that people have been asking for um word on the street is this was like the old hush hush partnership agreement that we didn't know how you got 70 30 um but now it's out in the open now <laughs> make that much Especially after they leaked <laughs> they leaked that list and yeah yeah <laughs> Because once that was leaked, it was like, Ooh. um, all right, moving on to other Twitch stuff. Okay, so Twitch appears to have expanded the availability of live chat support. 
uh, distinctly indicates that it is in beta. This was previously limited to partners, so I guess that's the replacement for the handler, possibly. Uh, so now all of us might get a AI handler um, via live chat, uh, but it's in beta right now, so TBD. Um, there's a new channel home pages uh, that are now active for about 85% of streamers. So if you go to your creator dashboard, that's the first thing that's in your tab now, as opposed to the streaming overview um, tab. Um, it's, it's, it's cool. It's cool. It's not, it's not bad. It's there. Um, I was highly confused when I first clicked on it. Cause I was like, what is this? Um, but if it was 85% about last week, then I feel like close to hundred percent should have it sometime this week. Um, also, Twitch has updated the monetized streamer agreement, uh, which basically it did two big things. So first it rewarded the qualitative, I feel like that should be quantitative, but it rewarded the qualitative terminology on your content. So the new version says Twitch is a live streaming service and in support of this, you agree that your user content will primarily consist of live content and that when live streaming, you will generally engage with viewers of your Twitch channel through chat or other live means as applicable. Versus the old, which said you further agreed to provide a consistent amount of live content, program quality, live content, regularly interact and engage with viewers of your Twitch channel and respond to live viewers of your Twitch channel via Twitch chat. So it added the words like generally as applicable, um, primarily, uh, and it actually it took out consistent um, so that, you know, we all don't. Uh, have migraine incarnates over how the hell, like, what the hell does consistent mean in Twitch's eyes? Like, can, can we stream a couple weeks and then take a month off? Or do we have to stream every day? Do we have to stream every week? Yeah. Um, even though it is good to, like, stream consistently if you're trying to, you know, build a community and build and continue to, like, gain followers and all that on Twitch. But it was just that fear of, like, so when can I take a break if I need a break or well, if I don't like Twitch anymore, I want to move, but I want to like, you know, move slowly and take my community with me. Um, so it's just like stuff like that. But anyway, um, speaking of leaving, uh, <laughs> it also removed the $25 maintenance fee and $25 termination fee uh, from its monetized. Yeah, from its monetized streaming agreement. So uh, I guess we, we don't have to pay if we leave. So um, <laughs> let's see. OK. Twitch is introducing, I don't know if this is like pushed out to everybody yet, but I know I have it. So Twitch is introducing mandatory content labels for mature rated games, sexual themes, drugs, intoxication, or excessive tobacco use. I, I, I like glanced over it before. I was like, the excessive tobacco is like, that is interesting. Okay. Um, violent and graph. Go ahead. <laughs> I, would say I would get that one just because, again, this is like a supposed to be for everyone platform. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So but yeah, pushing nicotine on kids would be like, Whoa. yeah, that's fair. Um, all right, no Marlboro man. Um, <laughs> all right, content labels for violent graphic depictions, significant profanity or vulgarity, gambling, failure to proper oh, in gambling. Um, so failure, failure to properly label your content may result in warnings, and repeated warnings may result in a content label lock. Warnings have started already. Uh, but they won't count towards anything until July 20th. So get all, get all your whatever out now. 
uh, before July 20th, if you want to, on your streams. Um, and after that, you gotta label whatever you're doing. So like, like when I was streaming Final Fantasy 16, it's actually rated M. So it when you uh, stream a mature uh, related uh, mature rated game, it does it does seem to automatically, um, you know, detect that's mature rated. So it'll automatically have that for you if you put the name of the game in the category. So that's good. Um, but in case it doesn't, if it's like an older game, um, or you're like modding something, just be sure to put the mature rated on there. Um, Ooh, I'm about to do some giddy streams. Are <laughs> oh, you reading? You reading what all you can and can't do? Yup. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. Ah. <laughs> uh, but um yeah so and then the last thing before we go back to the mandatory content labels last thing was that streamer xqc i don't expect anybody in in the chat to know him but xqc uh signed a hundred million dollar deal to stream on kick i would absolutely forgo my ethics <laughs> offer me that much buddy girl Hundred million, they'd be like, you might get fired from your job. That's okay. I have a hundred million reasons why I don't care. In the bank, because even after taxes, still millions. Correct. I put that money in the bank, invest, and I'm good. <laughs> I have all morals. To the like, do you have a price? Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> it's like ethics fair, <laughs> right? Morals. What are those? <laughs> I don't know what those are. <laughs> uh, but um, and to be fair, XQC apparently makes millions on Twitch already, but I don't think he was making a hundred million. So, uh, yep, morals go by the wayside. Listen, these bills, these, these bills got to get paid, and I would like to be at home more. <laughs> If, if you keep adding zeros on, I'm gonna keep. <laughs> <laughs> the more I switch up, <laughs> like what? You need me to do what now? Sign where? <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, <but> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. That's everybody it. Has a number. Everybody has a number, but that's it. I am curious to. I am curious of how many more streamers that Kick will try to sign with that super high ass dollar amount yeah. or something comparable or that might be like they might just do a couple people but that's yeah it's gonna be their flagship yeah people um yeah, i i honestly think it'll be a game changer i'm not saying it's gonna be like follow twitch like people have been saying on twitter but i honestly think it will be a game changer if they offered maybe like kaisen at that type of deal Cause he he's like I mean he's been around but his name keeps coming for his name to keep coming up he's like fairly new to like you know people who haven't been on Twitch that long so um yeah. but yeah but also I'm just like hey, how much you got in your revenue? Cause correct <laughs> because how? But where where y'all get this from? I also wonder if it's a one-time payment or if it's like a three-year contract or five-year contract type of thing. Oh, yeah. We're over, you get chunks over time. Yeah. I, I want all my money. Like the, like the <laughs> auto, I want all my money at once. <laughs> one time. 
Uh, they gave it to you at one time. You probably have to sign something to say like you have to stream or you have to do it. Yeah. I'm like, cool. But then I also would like to read the fine print on how much it would be if I broke the contract because yeah. I afford it. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> um. All right, but going back real quick to the mandatory content labels. So that's all the Twitch news. But going back to the mandatory content labels, um, anything else you wanted to add on that? Other than like, I think this is really helpful. I actually think this is really helpful to like kind of help filter your content accordingly. Because just having the mature label, having the mature label was to me way too broad in general. Because mature ranged anything from us like doing a podcast with some cussing to yiddies um so yeah um and then like you gotta take it off and stuff you have an activation for the front page it's the whole thing so but yeah anything anything else you want to add for the content labels um just that i'm actually really stoked for them uh that helps to really cycle out children out of people's chats because if you have a certain label on there be like look i put all my things up so twitch y'all can't get on me if a child comes in at this and like in somebody's channel and they're like and somebody's parent sees it you can't be in an uproar because it's clearly labeled clearly already most people already have that 18 and up uh chat warning and stuff so i'm like now it's going to be real clear um, if your child makes an account and lies about their age, that's on them. Mm. Uh, watch your children. That's all I can say. <laughs> I'm glad we're getting our Twitch After Dark ratings finally because yeah, uh, yeah. Because like I just I'm not I personally am not PG enough to <laughs> like when I first started is like yes. Now I'm like look I'm at a whole different point in life. Um, the way I don't care. So <laughs> I'm glad Twitch caught up because I'm like, thank you. Um, yeah. It's like, oh, I can I can I can cuss to my heart's content. <laughs> not care. Talk about certain things. It, I love that they put in sexual themes. Yeah. Like you can actually say things now. And not like over over the top, but like you can say some things. And it's not going to get you banned, right? Because of terms of service. So, yeah, thank you. It covers a lot. So, like, yeah. But yeah. So, uh, dang Twitch! If only you released all of this and you just didn't have the fiasco that was two weeks ago. Ciao. Oh well. People making moves now. (laughs) Uh, and people are making moves now because. I'm gonna move this up a little bit. It is distracting me. All right, people are making moves now because uh, going to YouTube news, YouTube has lowered requirements to join the partner program for fan funding features. Uh, so the new requirements are now 500 subs, three videos in 90 days, and 3,000 watch hours or 3 million shorts views uh, in the course of 12 months. Um, the remaining features, which is basically uh, ad revenue, um ad revenue and sh- the shopping affiliate program which you gotta unlock at twenty thousand subscribers anyway um 
will unlock at the old threshold of 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 watch hours. So what this means is that outside of ad revenue and being sponsored by like, uh, you know, fashion brands, basically through the shopping affiliate program, um, you can start monetizing. You're basically monetizing yourself on YouTube first to your fans, to like your supporters through the fan funding and fan funding is actually quite a bit. I can pull it up on YouTube studio right now. Um, and I don't know. If, I mean, I know for me, like my, uh, requirements haven't changed yet. So I think it's like going to change over time in YouTube studio, but, uh, the way you can earn, um, so the ads are taken out, so no ads, but you can get memberships, which are like subscriptions, uh, kind of like a one-to-one. Uh, except you get 70, 30 automatically. Um, so channel memberships, uh, which are like the subscriptions with the emotes and stuff, uh, supers, um, and that is like the super chat, super stickers, super thanks that, uh, you know, viewers can leave if you're like live streaming or just on your videos. Um, and then shopping, uh, so this means that I like, for example, I have merch, right? So this means that I can, uh, use the shopping, uh, on YouTube to basically put my merch, uh, have a link to my merch store, uh, on YouTube, uh, once that unlocks. So, um, yeah. So for me, I'm at, I'm over, at, uh, I'm over 500 subscribers now. Um, so thank y'all again. Uh, and at, 1540 for public watch hours. Um, so that's my commitment to stream on YouTube, uh, a little bit more now. Um, let's see. <laughs> uh, I'm actually, I'm actually not too worried because like my channel didn't really start taking off. Like I, I revamped my channel in like late July. It didn't really start taking off till like August, late August um well mid-august so and even then it's like eh, i i have a couple months of flex time because like you know it's just starting out covering stuff so um i feel okay that i'll get to the three thousand. um and hopefully my uh earn page or become a partner page will change the new requirements by then so i can apply um but yeah so that is what's going on in the YouTube front and why I've been probably going up for YouTube a little bit more than usual. Uh, I already like YouTube because I once, once you figure out, uh, how to do YouTube and what you want your content to be, it's kind of just putting in the work. So I, I was already kind of like getting comfortable on YouTube, but uh, this, this definitely has changed things. I was just like, okay, I'm no longer, not that I was exclusive to Twitch, but I'm definitely not anymore. Um, when it, it when it comes to the live streaming and uh, monetization features, anyway. So yeah. Um, your thoughts? My thoughts are that on YouTube, one, yeah, big ups to M. First of all, we're just gonna get, take a moment. My thoughts are gonna we're gonna take a moment to gush on M because she is wonderful and she is her channel is growing at a nice steady pace and it's nicely she's doing the damn thing 
Um, and then I like how, thank you, 85, for plugging. Because uh, <laughs> if you're watching this back, you can go to youtube.com forward slash empowered news, just like on Twitch. And then also, if you want to support her another way is go to empoweredmusemerch.com where she has all kinds of different, uh, she has cupped pillows, bags, um, shirts, hoodies, because it's, even though it's summertime, it's almost hoodie season. So you might as well get prepared for the, oh, the winter and go ahead and get your hoodie now. Um, so yeah, but back to YouTube, which she is on again. So we're, it's not a partner push. It's just a nudge, if you will. Um, it might her, be, because it, she's not pushing it. She's not pushing it. We're pushing it. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we are doing a partner nudge for him. Uh, so yes, y'all keep on supporting her. Uh, she has great content, and yes, I was like, love all the videos that she plays. Keep watching. Um, if you're watching, like and subscribe, hit that bell. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, but. I like that the new requirements <laughs> and then back to embassy talks now. Gush <laughs> um, but yeah, so I like that the requirements first of all, their requirements to um apply are very obtainable. Mm-hmm. Because it because it actually makes it to where you have to have some type of like natural growth going on. Um and which is good and put and it forces you to put out content uh that people actually want to see and watch so which is great so if you have a channel to where it's not really doing anything that's more of a you should kind of see what's going on because like you said there are so many videos out there that teaches you how to hit your target demographic and hit that algorithm to where your videos are getting seen and once you hit that groove you can kind of like you have to find your niche group so this helps to actually focus you in and it's a very obtainable goal because when you think you're like 500 subs like no that's actually really obtainable um if you're like doing it right so yeah i I like that i like the people who have like already hit that they can now it's like oh i can unlock it boom um so like that's pretty damn that's pretty cool and then the uh funding features Right, because we like money. <laughs> we like making money. <laughs> money makes the world. If we, if we didn't like money, I wish we didn't live in a society that we had to depend on money, but we do. So therefore, we like money. Uh, correct. Um, so any chance? Yeah, like the more chances you have of making money different ways, we love it. So yeah. <laughs> yes, and we will in fact be plugging Embassy Talks uh, channel once I get that up and running. Um. But uh, well, because why 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 not be uh monetized on separate streams of income, um, yeah. which is something that people do on YouTube. They they have their like clips channel, then they have their main channel, um, then they have another channel. It's like yeah, YouTube is they 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 kind of hit their bag with um with how you can monetize on there. Yeah, because like you have people who are like they have family channels and they have like the individual accounts within it and do their own things or like they might be like I'm gonna post it on my music channel, I'm gonna post it on my beauty blog channel, I'm gonna post it on this, and it's like oh you can really just mm-hmm. diversify. Yeah, 
diversify your content and have it not all in one place. It's like, nope, I have it here, here, and here because it's going to hit different people. Correct. And that's pretty cool. Yes. Um. So, yeah. Uh, go YouTube. Like I said, uh, I know for me, my uh, monetization metrics have not changed from the old one. So it'll roll out when it roll out. It can, the same thing kind of happened with the what my customized uh, name and the community tab feature. So it'll roll out eventually. I'm not pressed for it um, right now, but it is exciting. It's, exci- it's an exciting time to be on YouTube uh, with that. And even for gamers, uh, which, you know, we kind of mostly uh, talk to when we talk uh, in the creator hub, but for gamers, especially, I feel like this is a good opportunity to like kind of learn how to do YouTube gaming. And because they're kind of um, opening up monetization, uh, if you decide to live stream on YouTube for gaming, uh, it's a good chance, good opportunity to uh, make some money over there. Um and while their their censorship is a little stricter, I don't really care because like, yeah, I don't I don't really care myself because uh, like I don't be doing well shit anyway. Um, but just FYI, censorship over there is a little bit stricter. And if you really feel a way about it, I'm sure Rumble has like a similar um, similar monetization policy that they're probably pushing out. And Rumble was basically the of youtube um yeah so um but anything you say on rumble rumble goes apparently from what i've seen so if you are hesitant about the uh censorship and don't really feel like going making that like putting in the effort for that you, you can you can go on a rumble i'm sure they have the similar uh api and interface um Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, but yeah, exciting time to be on YouTube. Uh, I'm gonna stay over here in censorship land. Uh, <laughs> right. We're we're safe. Uh, but but yeah, no. We're safe. Right. Um, but yeah, no. It, it's a cool feature. I hope um this does get more people to who've been thinking about to go ahead and create um because youtube has been around for golly almost 20 years um i know uh it's been been around for almost 20 years and it figured itself out so it's been around long enough to where i remember the early days that's yeah i'm old (laughs) okay (laughs) i got chocolate rain like What YouTube used to look like. Ooh. Right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. uh, tell my back I'm young because <laughs> the way it's not set up no more. Correct. I'm old because if Cardi B is younger than me, I'm old. Wait, she is? No, she's not. She is. She is. Is she younger than me? Selena Gomez. Wait, I think. Wait, aren't they? She. I think. I swear. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, she's younger than me. Okay. She is like. Yeah. She's younger than you and older than me, only slightly, but. 
Yeah. Yeah. Slightly, but still. Still. I didn't know we were almost the same age. I thought she was older. Dang. <laughs> the way when you like put some of those like celebrities together and you were like, wait, <laughs> they're how old? And, and, and it, yeah, it throws you off because. Um, Selena Gomez, I just knew I was younger than her. No. And then when I put it in, when you put it in perspective, Selena Gomez and Cardi B are the same age. And it's just like, huh. Yeah. Right? I was like, yeah. You know what? I saw LeBron James, but in my head, I saw a lesbian James. I was like, who? <laughs> okay. Also thought Miley Cyrus was older than me. Nope. Um, nah. All of them. <laughs> Is she the same age as Selena and Cardi? Mm-hmm. Okay. They all like the same. I growing up for some reason, I thought they were like a year or two older. Like Demi, <laughs> Selena, Cardi B. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Multiverse stud alter is killing me. Lesbian <laughs> <laughs> <Lesbian> James. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. You know what? I can't get canceled because I am mafia. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you can't get canceled, but it's not like that. <laughs> uh, as I said, I'm like, yes. Like, because around here, <laughs> boom. I still love this pen. That's like my favorite pen that I need to put on something. It is, let's still get, let's, it's, it's pride, so I can share this. Yep. Yeah. It is ray and um because i love star wars so it's ray and um leia, leia yeah yeah i got it at comic-con last year the way you pulled that out at yeah, first like, i was like y'all are car carrier members now <laughs> right <laughs> i got my badge i got my badge y'all <laughs> you can't i got my badge you can't cancel me <laughs> like pull out your black car i got it I love how when it goes left sometimes, because I don't know how we got here, but we're here. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yes. Ooh. I don't even know where we stopped at. Uh, we talked about YouTube. <laughs> we did. Yes. I I know where we stopped at. I just, I um, uh, just... Oh. Don't remember how we got on this topic, but <laughs> oh, Zayla, thank you so much for the read. My alerts didn't come in because I hit them because I forgot to take out my other chat, but um, my other chat feature. But Zayla, thank you so much for the read. I see you. Um, welcome in everyone. It actually works out because we're podcasting. But welcome in everyone. My name is Empowered Muse. I go by M or Muse. Either is fine. Uh, right now we are doing the Embassy Talks podcast. Uh, and specifically we're talking about updates in the Creator Hub. Um, but we talk all things 
Twitter, culture, news, politics, gaming, uh, content creation, um, pop culture. So, uh, yeah, feel free to uh, join in the conversation in the chat. <laughs> I see it. If you're a card-carrying member, <laughs> join in. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I was looking because I forgot... Remember at the um podcast thing, the black co- podcast thing, we did yeah. those pins. So I was like, "Ooh, where's my um black power one?" I was like, "Where's it at?" I was like, "Oh, dang, it's not over here." Because I was, I was so flipped that. I was so quick, like, "I got my black card too." <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> shenanigans! Pure <laughs> shenanigans. Um, I see your old brain re- remembering eighty five. <laughs> As you say, you said you're old, not me. Um, <laughs> but uh, all right, back to Creator Hub. So I know where we left off. So Google is reportedly testing a new product that will let users play games on YouTube, according to the Wall Street Journal. And according to the outlet, the new product is called Playables and will let users play games instantly through the YouTube app on mobile devices as well as on desktop computers. This is basically Stadia plus 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 uh the revival of stadia but you know um (laughs) (laughs) we we didn't want it but okay (laughs) right (laughs) who needed this (laughs) (laughs) hello google um that is dm because i think like I feel like this is the equivalent to like how Amazon has their games on Luna. Yeah. But nobody's playing that. No. Nobody. I like if you have a if you have a fire stick or a fire TV, you have it. You can play games right on that. You don't even have to have the controller. You can use your phone. Have I ever opened that up? No. It's the, Will I ever play mobile games on Google? No. It's the way I didn't realize that I, I, I had Luna with me all alone. Um. Mm-hmm. You just have to pay for the controller. And it's like, no. <laughs> no. $30? No. <laughs> and they always on sale. Um, no. <laughs> like, I, I've never seen some even Twitch, I don't see them push to be like, hey, because they're part of Amazon. I've never seen them even push and be like, yeah, unlock this feature. Like, you should use this and stream these games. Nah. So, Google, have fun. <laughs> have fun. Uh, Alright, and then next up, last but not least, uh, before we get into deep dive, TikTok has launched a subathon function for live streamers. I still haven't live streamed on TikTok because I, eh. I TikTok is for my clips. It's for my fun clips. Uh, <laughs> it's like listen, I'm already live streaming on two platforms. I don't have the time. And also, I I, I don't feel I don't feel comfy without having mods. Um, and yeah. it's not really a lot of moderation features for TikTok live streaming. But y'all have fun though. Um, y'all get those subs. <laughs> it is a viable option to like monetize. Um, it's just one of those like I I in a way I do feel kind of old trying to 
relate to TikToks. Yeah. I leave certain things on TikTok to the TikTok kids. Yes. I love making videos on there. I keep them all private and I make them and then I use it to share somewhere else because like the features to make a video, great. Um, and you just make, I just make it like how, that's how I do everybody's like birthday videos and things like that. <laughs> and be like, let me make this or stuff like I'll post on Twitter to get around because you can't post songs. That's how I figured out how to get around it. I was like, oh, mm. yeah. Download video and post it. So yeah. Um, so like that, that works. Yeah. Um, but like, as far as posting, I've, I think I have like five videos. It's, there. that was a time, it, it came and went. Me trying to figure out TikTok, like, no. Nah. Uh, but like fun for them, yay. <laughs> You kids have fun. Right? Like, you kids have fun with that. <laughs> you have a good time. Because, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Quickish deep dive. I don't, I don't expect this to be too long. Um, But the topic is, if you haven't thought about it already, it's probably high time to start divi- diversifying your content. Um, And what I mean is... At this point, it's kind of a choose your own adventure. So even even kick, even though I don't stream on kick and I don't necessarily knock people who uh, stream on kick and want to go to kick. It's just that for me, like eh, it, it, they they look too cozy to the the to neo Nazi fans, basically um, a little, little too cozy with them, uh, with some of them. And then not to mention because of where I currently work that y'all don't know about, but you know, feel free to try to find on your bingo cards. Um, it's just, it, uh, that feels like a recipe for <laughs> oversight that I don't need of like, why are you on this site? <laughs> so I'm not, that, that's my not touching it with 10 foot pole. Um, but if y'all want, if y'all want to get that 95, five bag, I'm not mad at you. Um, but yeah, it, it, it feels like it's now it's like a choose your own adventure. Um, I feel like that, you know, there are pros and cons to like being on any site, any uh, site to create content. Um, my thing with the whole pushing for diver- diversifying your content is just basically make sure all your eggs aren't in one basket, as we saw with people who might have been streaming exclusively on Twitch, not not even by force, but by choice. Um, when Twitch pulled the rug out from all of us with their uh, new agreements and they tried to do the branded content and all that, and it was a shit show that it was a couple weeks ago. Um, I feel like the people who were still exclu- exclusively streaming on Twitch were like, I think that was a wake up call for them to maybe start looking at other ways to like I said push out their content and diversify it um which doesn't mean like streaming to every streaming site right because technically you could stream you could stream on twitch youtube facebook i guess um i'm still here um <laughs> twitch youtube facebook tiktok uh technically you could also stream on twitter but it'll just be like a what is it called uh Twitter voice, Twitter, you know the thing. Thank you. 
Um, <laughs> um, Twitter, and if you uh un- get to unlock having subscribers, I think there's a way you can stream on there with the super followers and stuff. I'm not sure, but I know base Twitter you can uh do the spaces. Um, Instagram Live, that's another way. Um, but your big monetization. Oh, and kick. Uh, but your big monetization sites will probably be the three of Twitch, YouTube, oh, Rumble. I always forget about Rumble, but I don't YouTube and Rumble in my head because I just think of Rumble as like, all right, uh, YouTube. Anyway, um, point is there are plenty of ways you can monetize and make content and stream and even live stream if that's your jam and you don't really feel like doing the produced videos, uh, produced long form videos. So, um, but yeah, it's this. A good time to, if you want to start taking content creation seriously, to look at ways to push out your content in other ventures. Other, like, say you start with live streaming. So if you start with live streaming, you can create shorts or create short form videos that you can then post to Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, um, and YouTube Shorts. Um, if you are strictly live streaming talk shows and podcasts. Um, you can still push your podcast out to RSS feeds uh, and now on YouTube uh, through their podcasting service. Um, and and if you want to go the extra mile, you can uh, create things like merchandise, um, create things that your fans can like use, uh, like journals, calendars, um, candles. Um, and uh you can also oh uh, and newsletters uh blogging newsletters that you can get people to subscribe to so um all of that to say there are so many ways that you can like create content um with the which with i feel like with twitch shaking the ground because you know a lot of us started on twitch but it kind of shook the ground and made us feel unstable that the time to have that conversation about diversifying content once again has come up so if you haven't started thinking about it if you need help i can help you with a few few of those sites um anything kick or rumble related uh i don't know who to point you to but i'll i'll try um (laughs) but um yeah so it's just i feel like it's a good time to just kind of figure out, I mean, and also if you just see this as a hobby, then it's a hobby. But if you see it as a hobby that you can monetize and make money off of, I don't see why not, you know, do a little bit more with it. Um, as your schedule allows, because we all, you know, we all know life is life. And, um, but yeah, diversify your content. Uh, also take the opportunity to go outside uh, and go outside and meet people at like conventions. That's another way to gain a base uh gain a community so um but this is uh th- this will be a good time to kind of test out the water see what works for you um everybody's different i know i know for me it looks like i'm gonna be a twitch youtube rss feeds person uh with the occasional newsletter and merch obviously that that's just a yeah um as my free time increases, I hope, uh, or as I get better with time management, which, whichever comes first, uh, I hope to like be kind of juggling all of the things um, of the stuff that I just listed. 
and maybe throw in the occasional uh flash sales of like content calendars or something but that's like down the line um so yeah that would be my take uh exclusivity is unless they're offering you a hundred million dollars i mean don't be stupid i mean you know reach, reach your contracts but you know it would not be wise to turn that down off bad uh <laughs> But outside of like offers like that, like once in a lifetime, life changing offers, um, you know, I don't think exclusivity is a move anymore. I think diversifying and kind of putting yourself on as many platforms as humanly possible without breaking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, as you grow in maybe get a little bit more revenue, get people to help you. You don't have to post everything yourself. Hire, hire out if you can. Correct. Or use lovely tools that are at your disposal, like how you can have tweets set up to where they just roll out. You can, oh yeah, you, you can schedule your tweets, your YouTube stuff. Or like, cause I, I didn't even realize I've even diversified myself with uh, things. I was like, oh, I guess I have. Yep. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh. Dude, like, as you were talking, I was like, oh, I guess I have diversified my content because I literally have two different niches right now going on. And yeah, it's like, we got two over here, Twitch jaded, and it's like, <laughs> God is dragon. <laughs> then we have that going on. <laughs> so, two separate different worlds. <laughs> like and segueing I kind of just I was like yeah and even through that it's like learning how to manage your time and yeah just be present you don't have to always be on no but in, the best advice that somebody gave me that I still haven't taken but it's really good advice I, and that's why I need to take it because I know it would actually help a lot um they're like set aside a day that you know that that's the day you're doing all your content so whether like you're making tiktoks or like pictures or pic or doing like uh youtube videos that you need to do and edit and stuff they're like have a day to where that's what you're doing that day so that way or like maybe it's two days so that way when it's time to post your stuff you have your content already done you don't have to feel like it's the job to where it's like oh i have to do this this day because I, it has to be posted it's like, oh, no, I already, like, I did all my stuff on Sunday. Sunday mornings is my time. So do all my stuff and get it ready. So, like, by Thursday, I'm like, oh, I need to post. You're done. Yep. That quick. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Very helpful. So, yeah, diversify your content. Come up with a schedule for yourself. Um, We love multiple streams of revenue. We love having different avenues because you're going to hit different types of people. Like I said, and all that, when you hit different types of people, that's all that means is just different streams of income. Uh, yeah. And some people are like, oh, just do it for like, and like I said, it's fine if you're doing it for fun. I also like doing things for fun and making a little something off of it. Because making money is also fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not all about money, but if people want to tip you or like do whatever or like buy things you're making like if you have a hobby and you're like perfect example of me how she has a hobby and she learned to monetize off of it because it's like you can share this and other people will enjoy it 
and you can still like do something that you like within your capacity because you control how much you're selling or what you're putting out you control all of that yep so it's like oh and you can still benefit from it in some way so it's like oh okay so yeah like diversify yourself do multiple things you don't have to be unless you really are just wanting to stick to one thing and you're making and it's really working for you cool that's great for you but like it is good to just have your hands in different pockets as much as you can handle so yeah yeah and that's it um because nothing is guaranteed even youtube even though they've been around for almost 20 years even youtube is not necessarily guaranteed it's just that you know i've i've well, I kind of like gauging stability of platforms. Um, and YouTube looks very stable. Twitch is tw Twitch is going through changes. Um, uh, but I mean, I feel like it'll stabilize over time if they just listen. The, just listen. The, yeah. Um, and then Kick. Kick has a listening aspect. I will give them that credit. Kick seems to have the listening aspect. They just gotta work on moderation, I feel like, and their branding. They're, they they need a PR team. Um, De definitely. Yeah. Cause, like, just from like some other side of stuff, like Goddess Dragon side things, uh, they had a whole little thing with like a whole bunch of different doms and stuff, and they were just like asking questions, which I love that somebody asked a question about Twitch because I geeked out for about <laughs> talking about Twitch stuff. Like I don't even stream that much anymore, but I have a wealth of knowledge of just like I was like, hey, do you need help setting up your stuff? Like, what do you want to do? Da, da, da. And then I was telling them like, no, because they changed a lot of terms of service recently, so you have to be careful. Yada yada. And like doing all this, and somebody was like, "Oh, what about kick?" And I was like, mm, "Pump the brakes." Like, oh, because they, I was like, mm, "They have terms of service. They're just very loose with it right now." So like, be careful on you utilizing that because just because you can get away with things right now does not mean you can get away with it forever. Correct. Uh, so it's, it's like, it's yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Anything else on the deep dive? Just yeah, y'all diversify, have hands in multiple pockets, um, have fun with what you're doing, and if you can make money while you're doing it, even better. And yeah. Yep. All right. Moving on to the just don't care. I don't know where you want to throw in the uh sub story. Uh, but one of these two will work. Um. <laughs> So first, I'll throw it in after, yeah. Okay. Uh, for the weekly or before Patty? Mm. <laughs> we'll we'll do it. We'll do it before because we need something to laugh at after. The <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> All right. So first up, we got this is just a story I found out that was wild. Um. A college janitor turned off a freezer in a lab to silence the annoying alarms, but destroy a million dollars of scientific research in the process, uh, according to a lawsuit. So he heard annoying alarms coming from the freezer where over 20 years of research were stored. Um, and the laboratory contained a freezer which housed numerous cell cultures and samples that had to be stored at a temperature of negative 112 degrees Fahrenheit and fluctuation 
fluctuation of just three degrees could cause catastrophic damage, which it did. I I am no longer in the science field uh, or clinical uh, health field that I was in undergrad. But let me tell you, if there was 20 years of research in there, ruin. Which, which Ooh. Is I'd be asking for more than a million, I'll tell you that. But, oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Because that's, that's years you can't get back ever. <laughs> that, like, you have the data, but, ooh, ooh, you're big fired. Ooh. Mm. Ooh, sir, I am sorry to you. <laughs> That that can't that's not even like uh you accidentally hit the cord and like they have backup of something. Ooh. No. Lord. Ooh. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> you you gotta go after that. Yeah, how did well I mean it's just a lab, so that's the thing, eighty five. Certain labs, it's not like it's a private facility yeah under lock and key and all that like it's it's a it's a college yeah it was a university so so uh, the most security you gonna have is is a locked door yeah they usually have a key too so that they can go in and like trash cans and clean up and stuff uh so yeah and unless you're in a section where it's like biohazard stuff uh that'd be the only time that they really wouldn't access that uh they would know that to go in but like that yeah that's unfortunately yeah because it's, it's one thing if like the power ran out and it lost for that like that's a different thing but somebody shut it off Whew. again woo chile <laughs> woo chile <laughs> um all right. I'm yeah. Sorry to that man. Yeah. Not even no Kiki Palmer. Like just sorry to that. <laughs> so sorry. Uh yeah. Um. <laughs> uh... But yes. Okay. So as everybody should know by now, um, the submarine. That's. The Titan submarine. Unless you were like me and just kept forgetting about it. Um, because I legit forgot about this. The way that I didn't, I, it took me forever to be like, oh yeah, it does have a name, like the Titan Ocean, whatever. Ocean Gate. Been like, Ocean Gate, yeah. But yeah. Like, the Titanic stuff. Yeah. First of all, it came on the 20th anniversary of the Titanic movie coming out, which was like, ironic. It's not funny. C correct i thank you ironic because this is a big lesson in irony it it's a big lesson and just because you have money for something does not mean you should do it even um, if you have money like you should heed the uh, advice of the experts i'm not going anywhere where you gotta if this is this is what my life is in the hands of no i need a whole wheel <laughs> i need a something i mean i need every scientific everything up on that because you are not putting my life in the hands of 
thank you right my controller is better because it's it's more expensive because first of all y'all know how much ps4 controller prices have not gone down even though the ps5 is around nope <laughs> so i'm like yeah it's a, they have a damn lot of tech and he changed he changed changed ships on them that's it <laughs> essentially what he said was Here's the cheap one. We're going to use the cheap because my cheap computer one. We're going to use the cheap one and go on. No. 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 I didn't know Logitech made controllers either, Wyong. Uh. Bruh, and they're that cheap. Yeah. Who knew? Um, like, very tragic. Um, the only upside is that. They're saying how because it imploded and imploded within like first thirty minutes. Yeah, it was very down. the um, it was very quick. It was quick because yeah. they're like it took like all of thirty like less than less than a second to happen. Yeah, our brain processes slower than that. So by the time you would process what's going on, you're already gone. Yeah. It was, so they said it was it like was just instantaneous. They said it was like two milliseconds or something like that. Yeah. And it takes people like 25. Yeah. To like see something, process it and relay it back to your brain uh, to receive it back. So it's like a whole 25 milliseconds. Like, so as you're looking at something, boom. But they're like, yeah, that hurts in a minute. But yeah, so I was like, uh, that's the one highlight of it. I feel bad for the 19-year-old kid that didn't want to go. Yeah. He was doing it to please his dad. Yeah. I feel bad for him. Do I feel like terrible for these billionaires who spent $250,000 to go on something controlled by a cheap controller? I saw it as a very interesting lesson in irony. And then once I learned of like what happened to the submarine, I was like, oh, that's fascinating from a scientific point of view. Cause like, I just started thinking about black holes and stuff and how, you know, if you go, yeah, my brain went down the rabbit hole of like, science is it, like intriguing. Um, Very much so. That's where my brain went. Especially I like, about the ocean because we've only really um looked at was it like 10 percent of the oceans if that mm, it's like less than 30 or 20 percent of the ocean but yeah it was like like we actually never actually discovered more of it and we can only go so far yeah even um we can only go so far in manned submarines and we can only go so far so far with submarines that are controlled by like computers and things like that yeah so it's just like it's really ergo they shouldn't have been down there yeah um, going down there somebody's weekend project because no yeah um it, the waiver alone so i've signed waivers where you're doing something there's like always a risk so like oh there's a risk that you could do this like this could happen it's like mm, okay but when your waiver told you multiple times on the first page, you can die. You can die. You can die. Yeah. And y'all bolted me in. Not we open from the outside like most submarines where you can open it from the inside. No. You open it from the outside. Nope. Oof. 
I was like, how are they doing like the depressurization? It, it wasn't there. I was like, y'all, y'all had no business. And, and you got lucky the the first however many times you've done it, but I'm just like, yeah, they they basically got lucky because it wasn't equipped to the submarine itself wasn't even equipped to go down that far. There are submarines that were equipped to go down that far. Uh, like when they were filming for the Titanic, for the example, for example, um, they actually had submarines equipped to dive that deep in the nineties. Um, why the CEO decided to skimp any and everything, not just safety, but apparently the technology as well. I don't know. They even fired, fired the whistleblower because the one person who was like the chief over the safety of the project and they've said like this is not there's faults within this mm-hmm. and they ignored him and he got fired so when you hire somebody to do the job of making sure everybody's safe and they tell you it's not safe and they're like mm, whatever yeah no and then it comes back to things like this happen and it comes back to bite you in the ass right and then yeah, they better have a damn good contract because Oh, uh, uh, they're gonna I'm get sued for everything. Sorry. They're gonna get sued for everything oh, yeah. they're worth. Cause I don't care what I sign. Yeah. If my if my billionaire went down, <laughs> we're getting something. <laughs> Cause yes. And, but oh my gosh! But the real, the true part of it's like that was like a weekly roundup, but also the true just don't care portion. Oh my Jesus! The memes. The memes. The yeah. oh, internet did not care. We we actually this is actually the nice version that we're giving y'all because any I feel like zero chill. Yeah, zero chill. Even like the people trying to explain it, they were just like, I don't know how to explain to y'all what happened without sounding callous. But yeah. <laughs> people who are like scientifically explaining it and they were giving examples and like showing like like they would have the um soda can and putting it over the fire and then we put it in the ice water but that it was so funny when it happened like that so i'm like it's not supposed to be funny y'all are literally showing us but like it's there's oh like dark humor oh my gosh all the way around like i said mike that that actually took me on a rabbit hole of like physics and like oh that's what happened and then just going down the rabbit hole of like what happens to physics and things when it gets pressurized i was like i'm finding interest in the wrong thing here but yeah yeah it's wish i had 250,000 to blow on something um bruh telling because the way that's after me on stupid you that's after all my debt is paid oh um, I, I wonder how many like black people went down there <laughs> i'm just wondering because i feel like you know the answer I'm already like, <laughs> <laughs> i would have money for that you want to do this <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's a free no you can tell me it was free no like when they had the reporter go down and he recorded it, I was like, you stupid. That would have been the day I lost my job. <laughs> Ugh, imagine me until you have to go there for your job. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> 250 pounds on SpongeBob. <laughs> I can't stand 
you. Oh, oh yeah, no. Because I'm like, black folks, who, they're like, you know what, down there, women <laughs> or black people, ain't no bathroom. Like, yeah, no. No. Mm-mm. No, no, sir, no, ma'am. But Erin, in fact, did not care. I am actually fairly proud of us for doing this fairly objectively. Um, not that I didn't even want to broach it. I was just like, hmm. I was like, oh, okay, okay. We're we doing this on the professional side. Cool. I was, like I said, I was just interested in the scientific part of it. I was like, I'm interested for the wrong reasons. But it's... For the ocean part. Because did you know that when, so when it combusts like that, um and then when it implodes like that um when they were saying like oh people were thinking like we'll look for their remains but like there aren't any yeah so that's yeah because i saw on on twitter um how i saw two different accounts um one was a guy explaining like what implosion was and it was like i don't know how to explain this to y'all and someone commented, is like, well, we just want to know if there would be any uh, remains of the bodies. And he was like, oh, no. Um, so. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, baby, no. Yeah. And then I think uh, someone was reporting on, I think it was a representative for the Coast Guard uh, who was uh, talking to reporters. And they and they were like, I could tell that the, uh, that representative was trying to say like you know the reports were asking questions about like would they find the re- remains and uh somebody was like i could tell the uh that representative was trying to say what re- was trying to not say what remains while answering the questions like yeah it's different when you work in that type of field just eh. certain oh. types of accidents cause like and this is not just on sea like uh like what Ooh, I'm about to say that. Never mind. Um, but when certain accidents happen, that got too personal too quick. Woo, never mind. Pull back. <laughs> um, but when certain types of ha- accidents happen, there are cases where like nothing remains. Yeah. So this is not like a like oh like no this is something that people within like research teams and things are like recovery teams and stuff are prepared for. So like that, they were just saying that like when it imploded, they're basically liquefied in yeah in minimal particles of things they're just dust in the wind or in the ocean so yeah yeah that's like yeah like if they find anything it might be just like random debris Mm -hmm. from the um, metal and things like that from the ship but that would be it but not like human remains right uh but yeah so that happened yeah that happened science (laughs) pretty much all right moving right along (laughs) look cinnamon wanted to give his two cents too he had a lot to say (laughs) he he, he, animals are clued in animals were in fact clued in they have been clued in (laughs) Oh, <laughs> oh, I should have talked about that because the orcas, the orcas on the Black Force energy right now. Oh my gosh. Because we didn't talk about, oh yeah, hold on, slight segue. Real quick. <laughs> we'll get to the next one. Because it does have to still, it's still a weekly roundup. But the fact that 
animals are very smart people do not give them as much credit orca whales are extremely smart apex predators yes they are extremely smart um so much so that like they know the difference when, when they're about to kill for food or just play with it because they they have black force energy because they terrorize other sea creatures because they can that is the only reason why they do it they either going to eat you or they're just terrorize you now the thing with them starting to um attack boats and yachts now is because there was a pod so like when people when there's like a bunch of orcas pod um there was a pod that got one of the orcas got injured oh and from that they learned to attack the boats oh so started so they just said it was on site oh because it went from one they literally were like they traced it back they're like it happened and then they learned to do it and then they started teaching other orcas to do it oh so that's why they they've been like that's why they they've been on site for all the boats i was like legit wonder i was like oh is this a sign of something i didn't know it was because (laughs) i didn't know it was because one of them got injured however Yeah. They're protective of like 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 elephants where they're protective of everybody within their little thing so yeah. yeah um so like yeah it was a learned behavior that they were teaching to other pods so once they did that it started spreading because it was like a couple at a time and it, it went quick um to where like they're like they work in unison with each other like one will knock into the side of the boat and kind of tip it and then another will like break the hull of the boat to put holes in it to sink it like these animals are smart um so yeah like they were doing that and they're teaching other orcas to do that and then if they wouldn't if that wasn't scary enough i don't know if people know this because people think that dolphins are just cute they're actually really not they're very vicious (laughs) like they attack sharks too dolphins attack things People just think they're just so cute. No, dolphins, they can be, but mm, they attack too. They have teeth for a reason. Um, so it's like, yeah, like they are friend shaped. They are not friends. Um, so orcas are getting other animals to help them in their aid. Like that's some, that's some bullshit right there. <laughs> that just, just ridiculous so yeah orca I, and that's so my thing because i love some animals and i love animal facts and so like this whole thing whole process of it is ridiculous all animals are friends to me they're all friend shaped um can they be my friend no but they are friend shaped and i love them <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the fact that you're actually seeing how animals work in real time I like you'll see movies like Planet of the Apes where like you think that something has to happen for them to evolve and to understand something. It's like, no, they actually have their own whole communication system that works. You have just never been privy to like how it evolves over time or how something can change it. Like, so we're seeing it in real time how like, oh, we fucked around and now we're about <laughs> to find out that's what's going on with the orcas and so they're on their black force energy and yeah so i would just yeah i would beware because wouldn't go near wouldn't go too deep in the water right now child, they 
How they organize better than we do. Um, Cause I'm like, how you organize with the things you eat? They're like, yep, come on, let's go. We need help. <laughs> I was like, like the fact that they have them in pictures in pods with other animals. I'm like, that's the crazy part. It's just, yeah. But they're really pretty animals. Orchids are so pretty. Um, they they are. I love them. It's like, yeah. <laughs> They're just like, oh, and um, don't, because, yeah, like they have like Norwales. They were, tr- I'm not like, let me stop because I will get on a whole thing <laughs> about, about like, about like government things that like actual proven government things. Oh, yeah, they, they use them as weapons yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. And then like when the programs are in and stuff and they're just like in the ocean. So like people think it's cute. Like, oh my gosh, these orchid whales are like bringing people their phones back. It's like, that's how they were trained. (laughs) 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 Like it's not just out in the wild and they learn this. Oh no, 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 no. They were trained for very nefarious things. Yes. (laughs) Sometimes like spy drones were put on them. Things like, like, so yeah, that's a thing. Um, So yeah, it's animals love it but yeah orcas so yeah just uh you're fine in big ships uh but if you are in a smaller vessel i would watch your back just uh just hang out in the the sand this year um yeah yeah. try try again with that next year maybe (laughs) i don't know they have a good memory too yeah just yeah. yeah They're insects that have good. They're that's animals. People don't give them enough credit. They no. Just, crows can remember your face for years. If you mess with one, it can remember you forever. So if it run, comes across you again, that's why it can attack you. That's why you gotta be nice to certain animals. Just be nice. Telling you. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, I did have something on the flash, but I think we'll talk about that next week for the sake of time. Oh, yeah. So just FYI, we try to we're gonna try to hold this at two hours or under for the sake of having this on YouTube now. So then you know, just let y'all know. All right. Um all right, we're gonna end on this, dear lord. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna end on this because just don't care weekly roundup this just in one in the same all right um so they they apparently asked auntie patty patty labelle to do the tribute for uh tina turner at the bt awards this year uh case y'all weren't aware um don't know how but in case y'all weren't aware um uh, uh tina turner did uh you know go on to uh to the most high last month um after living a long life uh and also having a long illness she was in her early 80s um so quite a long life um but uh yeah so they asked Patty LaBelle to uh do the tribute at the BET Awards which was the first award ceremony since Tina's passing um so we we you know me and the mister happened to uh watch the bt awards this year because we were like yeah it is 50 years of hip-hop like you know so we were watching um they got to the tribute and i was like oh okay so when they first announced it was patty out I, I was like 
Was Lizzo not available? <laughs> <laughs> J-Hud, um, Look, can we get Kiki Palmer? I, she can sing. I know Beyonce was on tour, so like, I understand, but... <sighs> yeah. So, at first saw that, I was like, okay, okay, I feel like y'all just asked Patti LaBelle because she's older, but okay. So, um... Yeah, so you know the awards were going on, and it was tribute time. So, um, you know they did the in memoriam for everybody, and then they ended on Tina. Um, and they started they were starting the performance, and from the first bar, <laughs> that tribute was in two different keys. Patty was singing one <laughs> key, and the band and the backup singers were singing another key. And I was just like, oh, dear Lord, this is going to be a uh, uh, where my backup singers moment, at, isn't it? Um, <laughs> That's a funny video. <laughs> and so it went on. It was only one song. I thought they were going to do a montage of songs. I thought they were going to start out with Simply the Best and then go into like what's love got, or end with what's love got to do with it. Maybe do a little rolling, maybe not rolling down the river, but like uh, Great Spirits Above or something. Um, like clearly we clearly we only needed one. So anywho, um, so it started on two different keys, um, and then midway through, I I was halfway listening to Patty because I was like, when when it's two different keys, I can't do. <laughs> like my musical ears was just like already like suffering so i was halfway listening and i, and I heard i heard miss patty say something along the lines of i don't even know the words i'm like oh dude, this is not that's not in the lyrics patty <laughs> um <laughs> uh that that was not in the lyrics and and then she was like i'm trying my best y'all i was like oh dear lord <laughs> yeah uh, patty you was not trying <laughs> Could you learn this? <laughs> it's like we've been new for like some weeks now that you're doing the tribute. Oh, child. This, ooh. Uh. <laughs> this is definitely. Because I was like, I know exactly what you're talking about too, Paige. The other video of when she they weren't fast enough with the cars while she was trying to sing. And she was like, yep. <laughs> like, come on. Like, she said, like, if she could put the words up big enough. She is not going to <laughs> She will tell you while she's singing it. I can't, I can't see it. I can't see. It. I was like, oh. So oh, that was that was a setup. That that was a whole setup. Turns out they did have the the lyrics like pretty big. I don't know if it was big enough, but they had a pretty big. But the way people were sitting and standing, they were blocking it. So. The way my eyes are set up, <laughs> I can see my computer right from here, right? But I have it up on 200. <laughs> Without my glasses on, I can see it comfortably. So, even blown up. And when you think, like, if I'm way back here, I can't see nothing. We're not reading <laughs> So, like, no. So, I, y'all know good and well, y'all better put, like, a lyric on at a time karaoke style for her. <laughs> need them in floor monitors where they can kind of look down and be like oh there you go somebody need to be feeding her something in her ear <laughs> like something something Ooh. Ooh. Uh, 
in Chile. Uh, uh, make a pie or something because Lord, man, this one out. Next time somebody uh, elder passes, go ahead, just get just, get one of the younger ones. Get, yeah, we're not gonna have legends <laughs> sing other legends anymore. No, they are getting up there in the years, so we're gonna need that to stop. <laughs> just, just stop. Uh. <laughs> Correct, like Fantasia. I know Fantasia is probably available. Uh, like, come on now, just anybody. You can anybody. I would have been okay with Angela Bassett coming up there, lip syncing. Lip syncing. I would have been like, yes, <laughs> but mm, right, Cinnamon. I know. <laughs> <laughs> just a mess. <laughs> oh. Man, the way I feel like I was like, oh, so B, both BNT and Pamela Bell just like checked out on this, huh? So Word on the Street was like, there was a dress rehearsal, uh, apparently just for the band and backup singers because Patty wasn't there. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And for the record, no, we cannot blame Tyler just yet because they're still working on the deal. So Tyler does not own BET. <laughs> I know everybody was like in the comments like, this is how Tyler makes his debut. He, he doesn't own it yet, y'all. <laughs> it, not yet. It is still owned by Paramount Plus. <laughs> um, he is not the sole owner of BET <laughs> as of now. Oh, Lord. That was <laughs> a mess. A whole mess. It's it's the fact that it's, it's the fact that it started on two different keys. Now it's just like, oh no! You are killing me. What's that when you text me that you're like, it was two keys? <laughs> oh, this was as bad as like the Fergie. <laughs> oh Lord! Oh jeez! Yeah. Yes, next time an elder passes on, let's, uh, we, we have talented millennials and even Gen Xers, maybe a Gen Zer. Like, we got talented younger people. They could have got all the new divas, mm -hmm. the big powerhouse voices to come and step in and, like, do, like, a whole thing where multiple just do different songs of her and they all come together for one final song. That, that, that nobody, nobody thought that was a good idea. Nobody, nope, nobody. <laughs> nobody i was like i, I know we oh. all i know the writers are on a strike but i didn't think that it would affect this part of the show check they was like so what are we gonna do i'm like just i mean you have years of blueprints years just amber riley man killed it oh my gosh and she was there I would have just been like Amber, but can can you please come backstage? Just go get her. <laughs> Throw on. Give her the mic. It's part of the show. <laughs> Give her the mic. Oh, well, she she ready. I know she stay ready. <laughs> it's like oh, oh, Jasmine Sullivan, like nobody, nobody. No, no, nobody to call. We, we, oh yeah, we can think of all the singers that we could be like, all these people who I can just pull. You didn't want to call Coco Jones back up for you know, she was there. She was right there. <laughs> I would have been okay with um uh Kiki Wyatt. Like 
just nobody. No, <laughs> this is no more people who are close to the upper room are allowed to sing for the other people who went to the upper room because they on the steps right now. So, uh, uh-uh, no, Mm-mm. no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe they, maybe BT learned their lesson, and you know, I hope. whoever ends up owning BT, whoever works out that deal, I was like, like the first one of the first things they need to do is rewatch this year's award show, specifically just that part right there. <laughs> just on replay. Yes. In the office, wake up on Monday. <laughs> so guys, we gotta talk about this. Oh. Uh, uh. All right, y'all. So, <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> on on those notes, um, <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> oh, um, uh, thank y'all for coming out to another episode of the Embassy Talks podcast. Um, we we should be back next week. Yeah. Yes. 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 And it's a holiday, so uh so we'll be back next week um with more uh to talk about in all things news and content creation. And we we are gonna talk about the flash because I definitely have thoughts and I did not watch that horrible movie, but from what I've seen of it, I wanna talk about it. So we 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 gonna talk about this new flash and dear lord. Um we don't talk about that and like I said, all things news and content creation. Um, but appreciate y'all for coming out to another episode and